Just one of them days that a girl goes through. Just one of them days. Corey, are you having one of them days? Yeah. <laughs> Just one of them days. You know what that song always reminds me of? Do you know the song I'm talking about, Brad? I that don't know the song you're talking about. I don't know. When, when you're angry inside, don't want to take it out on you. Well, I'm going to tell you what it reminds me of, even though y'all don't know the song I'm talking about. It's like a 90s hit. Uh-huh. Back in the day, you're too young for this one, young Uh-oh. blood. Uh-oh. But back in the day... Um, rave height of the rave scene mid 90s um, you know if you happen to be going to Savannah College of Art and Design you happen to take a little trip to Atlanta to see a show or maybe go to a rave and you go shopping in little five points and you walked into a place where you might buy a like holographic jacket or something uh-huh. there would be a DJ up on like a little podium and it would be loud like so loud that you couldn't see straight much less try on your you know Jinkos wow but you still figured it out and it was cool. It was really cool. <laughs> and you know what my favorite part about the rave scene is? I No, I don't. I'm about to hit you with it. Okay. I'm about to hit you with it. Getting ready to go out now for me is like, are we having dinner at five or six? <laughs> Getting ready to go out to a rave was like, is what are we doing, man? It's not, you know, it's just too early and it's like 1 a.m. Oh my God. Like that shit would start at like 2 a.m. I mean, just another world. Anyway, this is the Ravers podcast. Um, we, ra- we rave all night in here. No, we certainly do not. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> Some Rachel of us. Mor- I'm Rachel Morgan. I never wore Jinkos. I, I never don't wore believe you. I really didn't. They they just that's not a short person's game. Okay, fair that's, enough. That's all it was. But I definitely had friends that were like one one friend in particular, my friend Elizabeth, always loved this picture I'd taken of her because her the bottom of her jeans looked so big. <laughs> and that was like a thing. Like she was like, they look so big. And I was like, well, they were, you know, they were like they would have covered the length of a car basically oh my god <laughs> i mean it was a different time i don't know what we were thinking but it was a different time but anyway um you're cory ravecraft i am cory ravecraft what's up ding dongs shout out to all you kittens <laughs> all you cory heads uh who appreciate all these bits that i drop into the intro every time i have never worn jinkos either you're too young i've never been too to young. a Brad, rave did you wear jinkos ever did you have any no yeah you knew you had to have known some people who had them there right i think so yeah yeah i'm not oh, even you sure know. you didn't because you, would, you yeah. would know you might be too little too young i'm not even sure what the last time i stayed up till 2 a.m is yeah like, i mean i'm a i'm a 9 30 bedtime guy these days especially on a school night 9 30 whoa it's i mean you know what is your bedtime everyone podcast at sidewalkfast.com sam has promised to check the email at some point this century and um, we want to know what your bedtime is. Uh, I don't know why we want to know that. I don't I'm really cur- want to know Actually, it that I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm curious. Um, you know, sometimes if I'm feeling a little spicy, I'll stay up till about 1030. But, uh, you know. You're really living on the edge, man. Yeah. I, let's quit talking about bedtimes before we put people to sleep. And let's start talking about the movies. Okay. We'll talk about some movies again. Hello. What's up? The Ding official dongs. podcast of the Sidewalk Film Festival. That's and right. cinema. That's right. Let's do it. Get ready for a five-minute fight. Five-minute round one fight. Five-minute fight. Here we go, Sam. Prick up your ears, as they say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you're not. I'm gonna lose this one. And I've done zero research, and it's been a long time since I've seen this film. And yet, I'm still in here. 
like the asshole that I am, mm. ready to fight with you, and you, you're upset for me. You don't even feel good about this, No, Dave. I don't feel good about this. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if you've started the timer, Brad, but, but go oh ahead God, and, and so. do Start it, now. please. Because um, we are fighting about the 1944 canonical classic, Meet Me in St. Louis, from director Vincent Minnelli, starring Judy Garland and Margaret O'Brien, uh, a beautiful deeply entertaining technicolor musical that represents uh minnelli and garland at the height of their powers uh filled with classic songs the trolley song have yourself a merry little christmas all of these things come from this wonderful musical now previously on this podcast we have fought the concept of movie musicals. So it is not generally surprising to me that you dislike this one, even though this one is one of the best of the golden era of Hollywood. I, I don't even know what to say. I mean, it's so good, but I know that you don't like movies like this in general. So I'm not again, hugely surprised that you are taking the negative on a wonderful movie like Mimi in St. Louis. What? Um, is your problem boring? Can I do that for for the rest of our five minutes? It is so dull. It is not that great looking. It doesn't work that well. I it's hokey AF. I left this film saying out loud, Vincent Minnelli is a hack. Now I'm not sticking to that, but but in the <laughs> oh, I should hope not. But continue. In the case of this film, I believe. What's the runtime on this, Corey? What's I don't know. It's probably can about you get two your little hours? smartphone out? I'll get my little Because I, I can tell you, out. it's two hours too fucking long. Oh, Jesus. It is. It is. I. You know what? I don't want to hear a woman droning on and on and on about some man. And the, it's, all, it's so fucking trite. And it's. And I mean, look. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. If I were kicking it in the 1940s and mm-hmm. I wanted to see this, I might be a little dazzled. I might be because you know it was like cool just to see things move on a screen, but this is <laughs> this is not a good film. I'm gonna man. leave. This is I know he's so I knew he was going to be so mad, and so were so many listeners. So many listeners right now, you're angry, but I'm here to tell you this should not be in the canon because there are there are plenty of films that took place during the same era that are so much more interesting, so much more innovative, look better, have better performances, look better. aren't as hokey. Yes, look better. It's so beautiful. Is, it's fine. It's just fine. I mean, it's I. Painterly. I, all, all Technicolor kind of looks awesome. I'm, I'll give you that. But this mm. is not. A, this one just doesn't do it for me, man. And here's the other thing that I'm going to get controversial about. But you just pulled a runtime. So what is it? 113 minutes. That's way too long. No, it's not. That's way too long. It really. It's way too long. Mm. And it's all buttoned up. And it's just a. It's a. Who cares? I it, mean, it's. It's you know, fond and nostalgic and. Nostalgic it, for who? The greatest gen. No, their parents. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, like, even like, my dad's like, this is a little hokey for me. I mean, me. sure. And I, he's 80. I don't know. I'm not going to argue the hokiness because, you know, hokiness is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. I Where you see hokey, I see sort of nostalgic Americana. Uh, Make America great again, by, Corey. Oh my fucking god! I, I That's am going to leave. That's what this thing vibes. No, though. it does like Yankee Doodle Dandy. That's what it's <sighs> like. Yeah. I mean, what's the name of the thing? 
It's it's rhymes with Yankee Doodle Dandy, basically. Listen, I, this is the other thing I'm going to tell you because uh. this is how I got hooked into into this. Uh-huh. Like, I, well, first of all, I'm always happy to see a classic rep screening on a big on the big screen. You saw re- this on the big screen and you did. didn't enjoy you it. You know why? I saw it as part of the Christmas series at the Alabama beautiful Alabama Theater. There's not a better place to see it, which is also makes me feel secure in my in my position here, but. It is not a Christmas movie. I get that. It's a the, holiday movie. It, I get, there's a lot of vignettes. It is in in this. The, don't. I'm not going to look. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It all takes place what on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day or whatever. Christmas Eve, yeah. So it's all Christmas Eve, and there's trees and shit. This this has got like four percent Christmas in it, and I get that the song originates from this film. Is that it's right? More than this four. Is a, but it's, yes, it, it originates cr- from this Listen, movie. don't fool yourself, people. Do, if you've never seen this before and somebody tells you, you know what my favorite Christmas movie is or what we should watch at Christmas, just ask them to f- use the fast forward on the v- on, on the VCR because it is not a Christmas film and you are going to be bored out of your skull. you have anything else to say? No, I'm just, a, I'm, I'm appalled. I, I don't know. I, I think it's but so I'm good. Here, I'm here. I'm here for that. I'm here for that because I'm here to say that just because somebody told us that it's precious and it shouldn't be touched and it's in the canon and it's Vincent Minnelli and it's whatever. It's so, so precious. It uh, Whatever. I'm here to take it down. It, it doesn't stand the test of time. It's not an important film. You haven't even said anything to me that doesn't describe millions of other films, truly. that There's nothing special about this. And we could look at other things from this era and, and, and watch something more important, more interesting, more entertaining. Sam? Every Judy Garland-Vincent Minnelli collaboration is special. The Clock, The Pirate. Oh, God, The Pirate is so good. I definitely have three or four queens in my life who are going to come out of a bag on me. That's fine. I'll scrap with you. Well, I am, as we have established on this podcast, an ally, which is why I take this (laughs) stance so bravely. Let's hear what Sam has to say. Ally Sam. Um, uh, Yeah, it's me. Hi. Um, Okay, yeah. First thing I wrote down on my notes was like, I feel like if I say anything negative about this whatsoever, my own grandmother will come like bursting through the wall and just like kill me. Um, So. My own personal feelings about musicals in general aside, I mean, oh, this was no. this was 1944. Like, I I feel like it would have blown me away. I would have enjoyed it at least, maybe. Um, I do kind of want to see how long Rachel can hold a boring um, set a timer, maybe next time. Um, but I, yeah, I'm gonna say Corey and this very wonderful winter themed feel good musical win by like a million points, maybe. Yeah, a million is it, points. Is it all winter though? Is, no, it's not. It's, I mean, it's, it's, like, it's, it's like, like the whole year. Winter. The whole it, it moves through the whole year. There's a really fun Halloween vignette. Oh, I mean, so it's a perfect Halloween yeah, movie it's, too. It's a it's a lot of it. It like goes through the holidays and and tracks this family over the course of a year. So you're saying there's holiday. not a bad time of the year to watch this movie? There's not it's a not bad a, day not a Christmas, not a in your film. life not a to watch film. Mimi oh, in St. Louis. Trust me, there is. Oh my lord. Corey still wins. I that's fine. I mean, musicals. That's I fine. think lose personally, I but lost. like, if this was just pure debate, I don't know. I, 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 lost, I don't understand that position either. But that's a, that's we've already done that. I lost, and it took me five minutes to lose. When I watched this in the theater, it took me two hours to lose. Oh I need to try God. to sing a five minute fight, like musical style. Done. And that would end the podcast officially. Done. Listen. All right, Corey wins again. <laughs> we heard you, Sam. We heard you. 
Hey, Corey, remember when, when Kyle was in here the other day for yeah, Kyle's Corner? The other week? Yeah, yeah, Long yeah. time ago. Well, you know, we love Kyle. And Kyle is, um, he can be a man of few words, but in the case, uh, <laughs> the case of the podcast, he wasn't. So this is uh, Kyle's Corner Part 3, which I am so happy we have. I actually could have listened to him talk for much longer. Maybe we'll get him back in here and get three more segments out of him, maybe even more. I so. hope so. Here you go, Kyle's Corner Part 3. Trice. So I, I have not been able to get out and see movies in the theater as much as i've wanted to but like back in like late may or so i just like i i talked to uh my wife joyce and it's like hey i think i texted her as like hey i really want to see some movies this summer like see summer movies i was like i mean there's a few coming out i'd really like to see um like obviously like oppenheimer and barbie and uh, uh the is it atomic city is that the name of it as, thank you. Okay. Uh, leave that in, by the way. Um, yeah, Asteroid City and um, and then Mission Impossible. And I didn't get to see Asteroid City, but um, I did get to see those other three films and I enjoyed them. Um, I enjoyed all of them. And the Mission Impossible, I didn't, um, I, I had to go see it at uh, the summit. That was the only screening that was um that was available when when I was free. So, well, Joyce and I saw it, and it's, the summit had always had kind of like iffy projection and sound issues. But it, I I was kind of curious about going there just because that theater had um, they had recently gone through like a big renovation. So I figured, oh, maybe they've fixed like their 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 issues that um, that was always bugged by. So um, I will say that they sort of did. Um, so we saw Mission Impossible uh, Seven. Is it Seven? <laughs> That's what it's called. Mission Impossible just Seven, right? No. Um, and uh, I knew it was something was something was wrong during the previews, where it's just showing every few seconds like these block, this blocking would happen, like this, like it's like that kind of thing that happens when you're like you're watching like a really low res DVD and like these like really blocky artifacts happen on the screen, but it was happening like only when there was negative space on the screen. And uh, so if like an actor, like if the framing an actor was like on the far left of the screen and there was a lot of open space on the right, all of a sudden like a cloud of blocky digital garbage would just appear on the screen for a moment. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, I really hope this isn't like indicative of the rest of the screening. And um, and it would also happen in between each trailer. So when that those brief like two, three seconds of all black screen in between each trailer, it would just see you see all this blocking happening on it. And lo and behold, it happened in the movie, too. Same thing. Anytime like Tom Cruise his face would be like on one side of the screen and there'd just be empty space. All this would start had like pixelated blocking would happen. And it was really confusing to me. Um, I, I will say that the sound was actually very, very improved in the theater. Um, they, they, uh, it used to be really, really bad. And, um, and, uh, so that, that, that really made up for and compensated for it. But, um, I ended up like filling out a survey, like when you get a survey after you buy a ticket and you get an email the next day, it's like, tell us about your experience seeing Mission Impossible 7. And that's, so I I, be, I made sure and wrote to them about that because, I mean, it's like this projection was too dim. They had something going on. I don't know if it was like a security watermark that just kept going off. So that if like anyone was like recording off the screen, that blocking 
I, I really hope that's not the case, by the way, because that that would that just like completely ruins the viewing experience. And um, anyway, gotta say, like props to the sidewalk cinema. Um, always great projection, always great sound. Um, I'm so glad we have that, and uh, and don't have to worry about that kind of stuff when going there. Oh yeah, I mean, so 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 related to that. So I saw Oppenheimer at. Um, that's they're doing a 70 millimeter film projection at uh um one of the amc theaters the Patton creek one it was similar to when um quentin tarantino's hateful eight came to town they like the the studio would um send a projection like a professional projectionist and who would set up a um like a for real 70 millimeter projector in you know each town that they were showing it in that format so they did it there and gotta say, was disappointed in the projection. And I, I, I'm going to. I did some looking up online, like what that could have been. So what was happening is the highlights on the characters. Like anytime, like there was bright lighting on like the edges of someone's hairline or shoulders, it would be super streaky. Like it was, it was like you're just smearing little shards of light across the screen, which kind of sounds cool when I describe it that way, but it was more so really distracting. And um, and it happened throughout the entire film. And I've, I've come to learn that it might have had something to do with the shutter on the projector, something about it be, you know, maybe because it's it was probably a pretty old projector and mechanically it couldn't, wasn't like completely in sync. And so there's some smearing that can, some like streaking or smearing that can happen on account of that if it's not completely in, in sync with the, frames of the film but so i uh i ended up um taking my wife to see oppenheimer at sidewalk and uh gotta say i i i liked the digital projection over the like incredible you know what the most like highly sought after 70 millimeter now I'm not talking about the 70 millimeter imax but just regular like theatrical 70 millimeter um which you know a lot of theaters show that, like the Castro used to show that when they were open. Uh, the Music Box has like a 70 millimeter program, um, but uh, you know, I, I would have, I would have bet anything. I would have thought that was the superior format. But man, Sidewalk Cinema, Cinema comes through, and it, I really, I had a better experience seeing it there than I did um, in that prestigious format. Um, so great job, Sidewalk. You, you did it again. Um, and lastly, got to say that like the uh, I saw the screening of um, Talking Heads Stop Making Sense last weekend. I was um, I apparently missed the the really popular uh, 6:30 screening on that Friday night that was really really well attended, and there was only a few people that came to the to the later one that night. But um, when I walked into the theater, there was a guy on the front row. He kind of looked like he was kind of like a jam bandy kind of dude. Um, you know, like Tiva's kind of had a, like a certain kind of swagger to his talk. Um, probably knew too much about the disco biscuits and uh, widespread. But uh, he, he saw me in there. It's like, hey, I, uh, oh man, I didn't know. I thought I was going to be the only person here. Well, I got to warn you, I'm going to be dancing. And so I was like, oh, yeah. He's like, so I'm going to go to the back. I was like, no, man, be your, be my guest. <laughs> like, do it wherever you want to. But he really committed to going to the back of the theater. And there was a few more people. It wasn't just me, but a few more people are in there. But he, like, I would turn and see him throughout the movie 
just by himself dancing. Um, but you know, it was like I totally get it. It I've seen that film a few times on DVD. Never seen it theatrically, and uh, I know many people have set, had the same sentiment. But like, holy moly, it was uh, it it was really really amazing to see that, and it made me like reassess my understanding of of um, maybe not the band itself, but just about live performances and um, and about concert films and. Uh, Man, I, that that was such a wonderful experience. Um, I like I did not stand up and dance only, uh, but I was very very into like I was also very physically into it. It just kind of couldn't kind of stop rocking back and forth, and um, that just made me so happy. That was such a nice experience, and I'm I think it's actually at as at the time of this recording, it is playing a second week at Sidewalk, um, but that was really cool. Uh, concert movies, those are great. Someday I hope to see Depeche Mode 101 at Sidewalk as well, since they uh, they re- remastered that a couple of years ago. We shall we should do that, Rachel. Thumbs up. Um, cool. Well, thanks everyone. This has been Kyle's Corner. Glad glad to uh, glad to be here. Next time next time I'll talk about chocolate chip cookie recipes and Aldi's ice cream. But uh, until then, thanks a lot. Happy to be here and great to see everyone. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Side Talks podcast. Uh, do, do you hear that, by the way? It's the clang, clang, clang of, of the, the trolley. trolley. Oh, my goodness. Those good old days of summer, they're here. I don't know what this <laughs> song is. We're your own personal cinematic Blue Bayou Hawaii. Blue, Blue Bayou Hawaiian? Okay. Yeah, Blue Bayou Hawaiian. Sorry for fucking that up. And Swamp Thing. Um, Blue Bayou Hawaiian, so it's some sort of Linda Ronstadt-themed right. cocktail. <laughs> what if there was a Linda Ronstadt-themed restaurant? I'd I go every go. day. I, I feel go. like, what would it be? For I'd sure. be like, I'm trying to think of what's on the menu. Something sophisticated. Definitely a shrimp cocktail. Um, <laughs> no, these are two drinks at Papa Do. Sure. Yes, yeah, yeah, Papa yeah. Do. Now, why it's the Blue Bayou Hawaiian, I don't know. But the Swamp Thing, I get. Sure. Swamp Monster. So what are these drinks? Well, I think you can probably guess them, but they're both Frozens. Uh, of okay. course. And Never then, mind. I um, shouldn't have asked. So the the Blue Bayou Hawaiian has a, a Blue Curacao. Yeah. yeah. A coconut and lime with some Bacardi rum. And the Swamp Thing is a raspberry melon liqueur with Frozen Hurricane and Margarita Mixes. And it does. I will tell you the swamp. The the blue Hawaiian Bayou is just all blue. Yeah, of course that that unnatural right. blue that, that doesn't very exist fluorescent in nature. Blue, but the swamp thing has multiple layers, and it looks like a thing. I because it's okay. a thing. It's so, a swamp thing. Frozen alcoholic drinks in yeah. general. Yeah. Not not my thing. Yeah. I don't like a slushy with booze in it. Yeah. And these sound particularly appalling to me. <laughs> so I I feel like I could um, I would be just as miserable being each of each of these. Yeah, I think that's probably right. And they're kind of um, six of one. Uh, you know, I, I think I'd rather be the Swamp Thing, though, if you don't mind, because the Swamp Thing comes uh-huh. from a, this is the other thing. I, I made the connection because I've been listening to the You Must Remember This podcast, which I talk about all the time. Yep. And they're uh, Karina Longworth has been 
talking a lot about Britney Spears and yeah, pulling yeah, yeah. some pulling some quotes from good old Rolling Stone of the of the time. And a reporter actually referred to Britney as a inbred Louisiana swamp creature. Oh my God! I mean, it got nasty. Oh, they got nasty with Brit Brett. Um, anyway, but what did she so, ever do to deserve? I don't that? know, but I'll take that. I'll you know, it's like when it's like when they called Hillary nasty woman. I'll take the swamp thing. I'll, so, I'll proudly wear the swamp thing badge. Are you reading uh, Britney's memoir? Is, is that out yet? That's uh, about to come out. I think or it's it out. just came out. I think it came out like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, or today? Like that. I don't or know. yesterday? I don't know. Finally, we get the truth. Recording. Finally, we get the truth. Yeah, well, Justin, well, Justin Timberlake out there talking smack. The the truth. Thirty years ago. The truth apparently is everybody was just fucking awful to yeah. her. Yeah. For a really long right. time, no wonder that she has been having so many issues. You know, parents take warning. Because when you when you whore your child out in front of the camera and you then collect the money and spend it and you take custody of them, even though they're old enough to take care of themselves and you treat them like absolute shit and walk all over them, they grow up to dance with knives. Yeah. And, you know, obviously that's the worst thing that that could possibly happen. Oh man! Oh, Brit, Brit. I, yeah, I think we're all still, you know, worried about her. Yeah, but yeah. What can you do? Um, but she, you know, wrote a book, which is more than most people can say. Yeah. Well. Or a go- ghost wrote a book. Somebody ghost wrote it. I don't know. Uh, uh, who I don't knows? want to assume. I think a swamp thing could still write a book. Sure. Papa do. Uh, yeah. So thanks to Batwell Studios. Yeah. Thank you, Brad. You're welcome. Have you ever been in that Papa do? It's a disaster zone. I mean, it's, <laughs> look, if they want to sponsor us, I'm happy for that. But it is it is an absolute disaster zone in there. I don't remember what I got, but I thought it was all right. Yeah. I mean, you know. One thing I can't tell you. I don't like to you. go out to 280 to restaurants. Yeah, and it, it's sizable. I mean, it's like everything big. What I did notice on the menu, and I almost came to you with, was, uh-huh. was Americans are really, really good at doubling down and creating just absolute – the worst shit in the world. Like when you walk into your <laughs> yep. av- when you walk into the average like Target or Walmart or anywhere, you know, we we I look around and I think there's some things that we probably don't need. And and I'm direct this back to myself too. I don't need this either. And that is things like, well, they have two different bread puddings. Mm-hmm. One of them is a fried bread pudding. No. And one of them is a croissant bread pudding. <sighs> so this is the deal. Bread pudding tastes good enough. Is good. I mean, if you like it, you like it. And by the way, if you like bread pudding, if you don't like bread pudding, you're probably not going to like it fried. Like, they didn't just do something to it that's going to make you like it if you didn't like it before. Soaked it in oil. And I don't need a croissant bread pudding. Soaked it in butter. I don't need a fried bread pudding. But you can get them at the Papadou. And I need to, you know what, I'm going to come back to y'all with a calorie count. Because right. I, I looked quickly, I didn't find one. I don't know what our swamp thing is. I don't know what our blue bayou Hawaiian is. I don't know what our bread puddings are. But I'm coming back with it. I... What do you want to guess? What do you want to wager? That's got to be what sixteen, eighteen hundred, maybe more. Easy. Depending on what they top it with, for sure. Rum sauce. Boo. Oh, yeah. Rum so, sauce. Boo. Yeah, we're we're around in the corner yeah. of eighteen. Got I to. would say. Got to. Um, Shareable. But, <laughs> yeah, and that's after you know you get your like Cajun cream pasta with a side of you know buttered shrimp. I don't know. How long? Until you sprint to the restroom, if you have a swamp thing with a with a croissant bread pudding, that's a that's a good four minute, don't you think? Four like, minutes. <laughs> you got about four minutes of sitting with both of those, <laughs> like a bombs under the table and just counting down to disaster. 
Um, but please sponsor us. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Anyway, uh, thanks to Babel Studios again. Thanks, Brad. You're welcome. Thanks to you for listening. Yeah. Give wh- that website thing. Why don't you come see a movie with us at the Sidewalk Cinema? You can get tickets by visiting SidewalkFest.com. You can also follow us on social media at Sidewalk Film on pretty much all the social medias that there are. Um, yeah, we're showing movies. Come see Bye, one. Bye, bitch. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.